0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Central Clubhouse, a video podcast of Christ Central. Uh, My name is Owen and this is Bobby and we're your hosts and we'll be hanging out with you today in the Central Clubhouse. Now the goal of this podcast is to help our church family feel more connected as we hang out together with different members of our church family and just kind of get to know them and their stories better. But before we get started, here's some Christ Central news and updates. Pastor Bobby, tell us a little bit about the Bridges Night that will happen this Friday.
1: Yes, so Bridges Night is happening this Friday, and as you heard again and again, it will be in person, and you know, I'm saying it again and again, but just getting people into our building and people, you know, safely, with caution, with their masks, just being able to just be together and to worship together has been so life-giving, and so Pastor Daniel Chung from Chicago will be coming, and he wants to share God's Word. Um, and, and you'll be able to worship live you know, with your fellow brothers and sisters. So come
0: out. It's going to be a great time. Now, speaking of uh, being together in person again, today was amazing. It was our all-church Sunday, amazing. and we had adults, children, and youth all together, and it was probably one of the best Sundays we've had in, like, forever, right, Pastor Robby?
1: And, you know, my daughters were, like, running around and causing havoc, and I had to turn <laughs> around and grab them, And but yet everyone was, like fighting to hug and hold, you know, some of the kids because they missed them. And some of the kids turned into teenagers during the time. Like I saw Noelle, I was like, oh my gosh, you're like a teenager. She left as an elementary school kid and
0: came back as a teenager. And so I was blown away by all the changes I saw today. Oh my gosh. I mean, when I saw your daughters, Pastor Bobby, they came up to me, gave me the biggest hugs. And it was just amazing. You get that every day, lucky guy. They missed everyone, all the <laughs> emos and uncles. They're in heaven. So when's go, when's our next uh, next All Church Sunday? Tell us about that. Uh, our next. And how can they register if they
1: want to go? If they want to register, uh, they go on Planning Center, sign up, and our next uh, All Church Sunday service will be May thirtieth, and kids and youth are once again allowed. And as we do this every month, we would love to see. We literally filled every spot this Mm. this past month and and today when everyone came and we would love to see it again early so if you don't register early you won't be able to come and see the (laughs) amazing energy that we saw today so sign up literally today like as soon as you're here just go on your app and sign up
0: you and your kids and your family and we'd love to see you there and i think we also have a town hall meeting on june 6th tell us a little bit about that
1: And so during our town hall meeting, you can come and just ask questions and we can lay out kind of the plan that we have for, you know, bringing us back safely with all the precautions and yet intentionally so that we can all just worship together uh, and be a church, you know, that's together in person.
0: Do you know what time that's going to be? Um...
1: I don't have that okay.
0: with me. It'll Do be you? probably some t- sometime after the worship service. It will be sometime after worship service.
1: <laughs> well, oh man! I, next we'll time get the I'll have information that information, and
0: we'll let the people know next week. <laughs> yes, I will have that info for you next week. <laughs> Somehow I got lost in the writing. Yes. Okay. Uh, lunch is for London Town. Uh, tell us a little bit about that, sir. So it's been great uh to
1: see all the different groups Uh, i remember the youth group got together and they were able to come and serve uh, the families that are in London town, our title one school in our community. And so being able to serve our community during this COVID time has been really life-giving for some of our mm-hmm. groups. So whether it's your CGs or journey groups or different ministries, you can sign up right now for May and June. Um, mm-hmm. And so register for the, our next event, May 15th or the following one in June and just get your group together as a community and, and give out, um food and groceries for uh those who are in need and i think it'll give you more life um, mm. as you come together as a community
0: yeah i think one of the best things that have, that has come out of covid for our church is just being able to see some of the needs in our community and doing something about meeting those needs together as a church that's a beautiful thing yeah it's been amazing Okay, now we get to hang out with our next guest, Lauren Kim. So, Lauren, welcome to the Central Clubhouse. Glad you're Woo-hoo. here. Woo-hoo.
2: Yeah. Yay. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you.
0: So before we get started, Lauren, we always ask all of our guests, what are you drinking with us as you're hanging out with us today?
2: Um, so it's nothing fancy. I am drinking spindrift. It is sparkling water and it says real squeezed fruit but it's great fruit flavor <laughs> and um yeah that's refreshing
1: my choice. that uh, does look refreshing a so little so bit of bobby
0: wood. what kind of uh, uh, coffee are you drinking today
1: I am not drinking coffee. It's just what?
0: kidding. Coffee. Oh, okay. you
1: knew it. <laughs> uh, it's, once again, a single origin Ethiopian coffee from Foundations Coffee, which is a local roaster owned by a Korean um, local roaster. And so it'd be great for you to go to Fairfax, buy some bags of beans and support their business. They have a beautiful store where you can go and sit and study as
0: college students, young adults, and you know go on mm. dates. Yeah, that, that's a nice place. And I'm drinking my favorite light beer. It's Miller Light. It is crisp and refreshing. So don't make fun of Miller Light. It's, it's a delicious beer. I'm having it that day.
1: Especially after golf. It's oh, amazing.
0: For sure, man. It is awesome. Uh, what's really cool is Lauren is our newest and youngest member of our church staff. And we're going to find out a little bit later about what Lauren actually does on our staff and, and for our church. Uh, but before we get started, uh, Lauren, tell us a little bit about yourself and about your family.
2: Yeah. So I think it's a very interesting, like my family has two parents, my dad, my mom, John and mm-hmm. Gina, and then my younger sister, Isabel. And so... They used to go to our church and they served and then my dad got a job in Korea, I think back in 2017. And so Mm -hmm. my mom and him moved out and I am currently at our house that I grew up in, just maintaining it till they like come back one day.
0: (laughs) You know, I remember meeting Lauren when she was a ninth or tenth grader when I first came in July of twenty twelve. Isn't that crazy? Oh gosh. How old does that make us? (laughs) (laughs) So so she was in youth group and now she's on staff. Isn't isn't that awesome? So amazing. (laughs) It's awesome. So Lauren, what are some of your favorite hobbies and recreations? Or so what do you do for fun?
2: So I thought about this and I think my problem is I have a lot of interests that I don't commit. Like I I have like a lot of short sporadic, like I was knitting earlier because I just wanted to Uh learn during the, the quarantine se- like season and then but i've been doing one thing consistent which is a book club with my friend jojo who actually attends our church and uh-huh. um, that has been really like not just like informational but just fun to be able to just have a weekly connecting with her and then i'm just very people oriented so uh-huh. i think I just like meeting with people. And then during the, I don't know, the pandemic, I, I think that was the one thing I missed the most was yeah. meeting up with people. Yeah. But I had to find other creative outlets to do so. And What's a
1: book that you and Jojo loved reading this past quarantine? What's your oh favorite? Oh,
2: man. We read so many. But wow. I think, yeah, we were we were shocked that we were, because we had this list for years and then you. <coughs> within just a year about almost a year we got to read at least seven or eight maybe I'm exaggerating maybe like six I don't know but <laughs> I I've been really enjoying celebration of discipline by Richard Foster oh, that was great, one, good one. That was, we're reading knowing God by J.I. Packer right okay. now Okay. Oh,
1: that's a little oh. more
2: dense I this think
1: is not a I thought you were gonna say something <laughs> live but you're no Nine. no oh, shoot
2: like yeah we. we, i think knowing god is a little more dense i'm like oh this is a lot more to take in than i i'm like going back to pastor ij sistio reading (laughs) knowing god but you
0: know know, that's such a classic i i I remember reading that when i was in college and that was like what like 10 years ago
2: yeah these are classics i love maybe
0: 35 i don't know
2: (laughs) (laughs) i love that i think i love that these books like Stood the test of time. You know? yeah, like they're totally so right. relevant. Classic,
0: mm-hmm. classics, I would say. Yeah, those yeah. are classic books for sure. So, Lauren, um, so what's your favorite food? What do you love to eat?
2: Um, I would, I would die for a good cheeseburger i love cheeseburger. i alive. love burgers i know i see faster bobby's post and i <laughs> i'm like they're always secret though so i don't know where to get things <laughs>
1: you know you know what the secret is about secret places is everybody texts me or messages me right after to ask where it is and so i think i say secret places and sometimes i tag it and sometimes i just Bring it to light so people are excited about it. So I don't mean anything by like hiding it. I actually want. I was the like, to
2: yeah. Work. I was like, where is he? Where is he getting these burgers or? Please that do. messes
0: me. I will tell you where <laughs> okay, it is.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: Pastor Bobby is the cheeseburger like guru. He knows where wow. the best cheeseburgers are. Yes. yes,
2: I need that. I actually started a list before the pandemic of mm-hmm. all the burger places I've ate. And eventually mm-hmm. I was like, I want to go to every single place I can yes. in the DMV. Yes. But I don't think I've chose. Like, I, I have good places, but I feel like the ones I saw in your post. Have you
0: had an In-N-Out cheeseburger yet? No. I
2: have. Um, you
0: have. I
2: love yeah, I love In-N-Out. I like, and I, I categorize different Burgers in different
0: areas. Yes, please. Different categories of burgers. Not (laughs) everything in one category. In and Out is the top of whatever category a cheeseburger category can be. Uh, Pastor Owen and Californians (laughs) have this insane, like,
1: it doesn't even make sense. It's not logical. They place (laughs) In and Out above all
0: burgers. (laughs) It's better than all burgers. Oh my gosh.
2: (laughs) I. this could take all day (laughs) actually it could be
1: interesting if you argue about this all day but we'll just (laughs) let it go we'll
0: we'll, we'll let it go and so Lauren I know you've traveled some but is there a place or a country in the world that you haven't been to yet that you'd love to visit and why
2: Um, this is hard because there's a lot of countries I would love to visit but I think I actually thought of mm, somewhere in Europe but okay. maybe Switzerland. I think really? oh. um, my parents visited like for just them two. They they didn't take my sister and I, and they just <laughs> talked about how much they loved it. And I think that one big part was they had a hotel where there was the mountain and the water, and mm-hmm. you could just wake up and see that. And um, wow. it's just they just said it just takes your breath away. And I was mm. like, I you know a lot of people go there for.
1: Honeymoon, maybe to, your honeymoon,
2: maybe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's just like, I don't know, it's a place where people can feel rested, it's away from a lot of the busyness. And sure, um, I don't know, that was, I mean, that or the Boroboris, but you know, that's for <laughs> different reasons. It's just looks yes. nice, <laughs> Bora Bora is beautiful.
1: That's where my wife and I went.
2: Oh, see, I kind of want that for my honey,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, you're kind of young, Lauren. I know you have so much of your life ahead of you, but do you know or do you have some things on, on a bucket list, things that you know you want to do before God calls you home?
2: Oh, man, this is hard. I think I haven't thought too much about it, but I think one a more fun one was mm-hmm. I would love to go to all the Disney amusement parks around the world. <laughs> I love Disney, Ooh. and I've only been to I've been to the Florida one, the one in California, and then mm-hmm. on a family vacation in Japan, I went to the one in Japan, oh, wow. and um, I like the Japan one a lot. It was very different than um, what I expected, and then I found out they have a few other around the world, but.
0: Yeah. I didn't even know they had one outside of the US. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It was there's one in Hong Kong, Paris, and I know I know I'm butchering a few others, but I I think Shanghai they recently opened, Ah. but I I think the difference is food too. They have like it was Japanese popcorn, like flavor, different flavored popcorn that you can only get in the like the Japanese. Jap- Tokyo, Japan's Disney. Wow! Yeah. it's like
1: Coke. Coke formulas are different. In <laughs> <everything>, <laughs> you know,
2: it's true. Yeah. <laughs> so that's one. Another one would be kind of. I don't know if I would actually pursue it, but I would like to go bungee jumping or skydiving at least once. I think.
0: Oh, okay. That,
2: that seems fun. <laughs> I don't know. Like, if, but I don't know how active I will. Pursue
0: it. You know, I went bungee jumping once, and it is the most terrifying thing I've ever done. And I don't recommend it to anyone else.
2: Where did you go bungee jumping?
0: Uh okay. You can't judge me. Okay. I did it in Mexico.
2: Oh. Okay. There's like,
0: no safety regulations whatsoever. Oh my god. I would be
2: terrified too. <laughs> Oh man, what
0: made you want to go? Uh, We were there for my brother's uh, bachelor party. Mm -hmm. And then on the beach, there was this jump bungee jumping thing. And just on a whim, we all went and bungee jumped, and it was petrifying. I still have like I'm still traumatized.
1: From oh me. no I don't know
0: why I did that. Pastor Bobby knows this. i it's so hate
1: crazy. <laughs> Pastor Owen like steps on the two two second rung of a ladder and he starts shaking. Oh, the my whole God. Ladder. Oh. I can't imagine him jumping off a budget <laughs> cord.
0: That's crazy. It was ridiculous. But well, you're also
2: really tall. So I feel like, you know, it's just I feel like with tall people, there's a lot more to like. It looks like there's a lot more to fall. Well, I'm already close it's, it's to the ground. Extra height, extra height for him. <laughs> yeah. No
0: wonder Pastor Bobby's not afraid to hide. No. Oh <laughs> I knew we were going to go there. Oh, <laughs> boy.
2: Oh,
0: yeah. uh, so, Lauren, so tell us one strange or odd fact about you that no one would know unless you told us.
2: Okay, well, this will take some explaining, but um, I, my hobby growing up, so I did actually have a genuine hobby growing up which Uh was video editing but it wasn't just video i I didn't like film myself or any it was um taking clips from existing shows and movies so it's not Uh not quite legal now this was before things got really regulated (laughs) but um because i was in sixth grade when i started so um, i would take that create my own script like a movie or TV show and then have other, there were other kids online at that time who would do the same. So we would audition for each other as a voice actress for this character. (laughs) And so I'm overplaying. It's like Selena Gomez and Miley Cyrus somehow in the same room. And then my friend is voicing over what is like, from their movie that's like i don't know basically i created my own shows and um what? yeah and it wasn't of me it was of celebrities and yeah that was how i started video editing wow <laughs> and then
1: that's how you ended up here yeah <laughs> very central so you were getting ready for your
2: really god redeems the strangest hobbies and interests yeah and i
0: have cool. never Ever heard of such a thing? But it's it so
2: strange. Yeah, I can can you,
0: can you after the show send us a link yes, to
2: one of them? yes. <laughs> oh, you have
0: some like on YouTube
2: or something? Yeah, they didn't they sub- I guess I wasn't that popular that I'm not a threat <laughs> that I still have someone ah, on my YouTube.
0: <laughs> I want to see some uh, of those. A sixth grade Lauren doing that. That must yeah. be adorable. I did
2: it till 10th grade though. So I did oh. it for a while. Um, okay. Back then, they didn't even have tutorials because it was also brand new. So we would teach each other. Like we would, I don't even know, we would just give each other feedback and we're just other kids doing it. And now, Like, we didn't show our face. That was part of why we didn't reveal who we were. Like, my Uh name was Ellie. I had an alias name (laughs) because I was like, in case there's weird people out there. (laughs) And so we thought it through. some weird people. (laughs) But now they're like, some of them are actually, like, in the industry, like, advertising, creating. Wow. Some are actually YouTube influencers where they are doing active, like, exercises and i don't know they they made it big i didn't get there but well i'm, I'm working at church i would be that as big you are
0: <laughs> big, you are bigger than them You're bigger, <laughs> bigger. you are making <laughs> eternal impact you can't measure yeah. that
2: <laughs> but fun uh, time of my life <laughs> that,
0: that's pretty cool lauren um, switching gears a little bit here, uh, Lauren, tell us um, when you, I, I know you grew up in the church, but do you recall when you began a personal relationship with Jesus, when when your faith became real to you and, and you started to take your faith more seriously? Tell mm-hmm. us about that.
2: I can confidently say in college, even, even if I knew Christ or knew God before, mm-hmm. I think that was when I fully was like, God, I want my life fully abandoned. For you and for the sake of the gospel, and I knew that was him because I know my lifestyle before, and it was not that he was someone that I knew, but I I kind of was still wanting to live my life. But in college, I knew it was different because it was no longer my thoughts i was actually wanting to know god's thoughts and i wanted to desire what he desired and my dream of being the next ceo of disney was actually my dream (laughs) (laughs) i i completely scrapped and um i guess i could have still dreamed about it but i was like no like i want my life to matter and i want To have impact, and,
0: and can you describe like uh, was it in like a small group Bible study when this um, happened? Was it or listening to a sermon or a retreat? What was like the yeah. circumstance where God did this mm-hmm. in your heart and life?
2: It's definitely a combination of things, uh-huh. um, but first part would be. Really, I think I remember Pastor Huey talked about it in our college ministry, and I don't think it's the first time I heard it, but I think that was when Holy Spirit opened my eyes where Mm -hmm. he said, you are fully Mm -hmm. known and deeply loved by God. And that knowing that allowed me to go into community because I don't think I had the healthiest Uh, perspective with community. Like family was always everything to me, but people, I felt very like I didn't trust them, I didn't trust other girls. Like I felt like mm. people are always out to get you. And then, and I think part of that was insecurities and all these other worries. But in college, I realized this is why I can enter community. I saw brothers and sisters confessing their sins to each other. And uh-huh. I was like, that's so weird. Like, why are they sharing these things with each other? And why is, why? I felt no judgment. Although I think humanly speaking, um, uh, like humanly speaking, I feel like like there might be, but I feel like in the context where we could pray and intercede, I felt like that was a huge difference that I didn't know people did. And then other part was that led me to actually confess some of my sins to a close sister of mine. Um, mm-hmm. Sayoung, she actually now goes to our church too, but okay. um, yeah. <laughs> um. I remember someone in a large group said, like, what did he say? He said, what sin is so big that God cannot forgive? And mm-hmm. I thought, God, if it's between you and me. We don't, you know, why do other people need to know? But I realized if I'm truly free, I want to be able to confess and share this with yeah. others and show I'm no longer bound by, like, the things I have done or who I right. am. That's and right. so. Her sharing, and then she said, I don't see you any differently afterwards, was the biggest relief that I needed.
0: Because
2: that was my biggest fear was if I share these things, and I think enemy really does take that where, yeah, like you can't share or think people will think of you differently. But to share with a sister and to have her say, I see you the same and praise God for um, the way he has changed you yeah brought me closer yeah
0: you know lauren isn't that like our our biggest fear for people to like really know us like all the ugly all the the broken junk in us and we're afraid that they know that they can't possibly love us right (laughs) and yet in the gospel it says yeah jesus knows us fully to the bottom And yet he still loves us. He still stays. And that is like the most liberating, life-changing truth, I think. If we really get it, if we really internalize it, it, it's life-changing.
2: It really did change everything. Um, It allowed me to enter community and not Mm -hmm. be so afraid anymore where I could take a risk and share. And even if they do talk about me, and I've had that too, I... I was dis- like, I was hurt, but it wasn't as before where I hated people. And I was yeah. like, Steve, this is another reason. It, it was mm. no longer that. It became like, God, even though I'm sad that they are talking about me or this, I still don't, I cannot change what you have done in my yeah. life. Because yeah. you know,
1: that, that clearly speaks to that, you know, you are secured in his love and it changes everything and and the fact that they're talking about your brokenness in a negative way it kind of speaks to how broken they are actually and in need of what you actually have and so i think it's amazing to hear that you know that at such a young age i don't even think i fully comprehended that at your age I'm still working
2: on it actually. I was <laughs> <laughs> still working on it too. I, uh, and okay. actually one thing that also helped though was having non Christian friends in college. Hmm. Um, I didn't really got to i never I never shared faith with anyone prior like outside of church but mm-hmm. in college i had friends and i was drawn to people who specifically actually hated christ like they would tell me like talk about it they would mock him and make fun of him and for some reason holy spirit didn't let me be offended instead i was very curious i was mm-hmm. like what makes someone hate him that much or they would ask me questions and i Honestly didn't know that much. So I was like, oh, instead of being afraid, I think I was more curious and I looked into them like, oh, those are good questions. Or I don't mm-hmm. know why God says this. Or I let me look. And I tell them all the time, we're still friends now. Um, but I tell them all the time, thanks for making my face stronger, like because of you, like and your challenging questions that helped increase my faith while being in a Christian community as well. But Mm -hmm. also that I think at the end of the day to see them actually want to know why my life is different has been the biggest blessing too. Yeah. Yeah. I think at the time it's so like you feel very, Oh, I'm getting made fun of or this, or they would see me as very religious. They would Mm say, I think (laughs) later, like, longer scheme of things, they would all say, like, Lauren, you know, I don't know why, like, this, like, I tried out that stuff before. I don't know why it's different for you, mm. but it makes me wonder, am I missing something? And wow. you know, that was life-changing as well. Yeah. yeah. You're
1: literally a salt, you know, <laughs> in their lives. That's amazing.
0: Yeah. It, it, it's one thing to vocally uh, talk about your th- faith, which is <clears throat> absolutely important and we must do that but if that's divorced from living a beautiful life that makes other people say you know i don't know if what she believes is true or not but man the way she lives her life seems just so beautiful intentional um, with purpose and that itself is a form of witness to the world to Mm -hmm. live a meaningful other-centered loving beautiful life like that and lauren and i think that's what people are saying man it's just uh your your life is different and Mm -hmm. and that should be true of all of us who are following jesus right that we're the the spirit that ought to characterize us is one of kindness and mercy beauty and goodness and um and i long for that for for our whole church lauren and i'm just Mm -hmm. so thankful that people are seeing that in your life and and lauren so i know you grew up at christ central Mm -hmm. so when what how old were you when you first started to attend and um Also, uh, what are some things that you miss most about church right now?
2: I joined, I think, seventh grade. So it was like 2009. And Mm -hmm. that was still at the old church building. Um, At that point, I didn't know what youth group was, but my parents came back. They went to CCPC prior, and then we went to a different church. I see. my parents really had a desire for me to grow up in the youth group and Mm -hmm. i praise god for them for that because again i i was very angsty like again really didn't like people so um Mm -hmm. (laughs) i think they were like she needs help and so um brought me to ccpc and um yeah i think that was a huge part where people grew up with each other Mm -hmm. but i came in the middle and our youth group was probably 14 kids total or something a long time ago yeah but i saw how they although maybe they were just good friends because i didn't have that i was very like i i didn't even know that was what i needed and what i wanted Mm. that's why i Mm. tell people both with college too i didn't stick around because I was the most, I was welcomed necessarily or this, but I stuck around because I saw this is good. I want to be part of this. And Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I think I'm thankful I stayed around. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And so are we. And and Lauren, so you're not just a member of our church, but now you're also on our church staff. So tell our listeners uh, what's your job uh, title and, and what do you do for our church?
2: So I'm, Working as the large NPR me- media producer. I believe that's the title. Uh-huh. But basically, we have turned our large NPR room, which used to be for other gatherings, into mm-hmm. a studio with a green screen and where we record the central kids and youth mostly, but we uh-huh. also record any promo videos or other things. And so that is largely... What i am part of and um i also just follow linda around and um <laughs> and join our staff meetings to just learn more about how yeah things work in church <laughs>
1: can i tell you that the videos you produced you know with the children's ministry i i blasted on all of social media because it brings back memories of Popo when I was growing up. As a kid, <laughs> and I love that show. And then to see our two superstars and, you know, the guests coming on now and all of that, like, I just wish everyone could kind of mm-hmm. see yeah. that. And, you know, it's, it's, you're doing a great job. Mm-hmm. I'm so thankful for you. Every Sunday, my girls get to really learn and, um Mm. in the most amazing way because during this pandemic when they couldn't come to church because of your efforts
2: that's
0: right i mean having heidi and sujin in front of the camera and having you behind the camera you guys are a potent powerful team
2: oh i know i'm always like the first audience member so i'm like always blessed too and yeah, I tell um, Yuna and Jane, I'm like, you're living my dream of like this, like it's like a Disney show or like a kids uh-huh. show every week. <laughs> and um, it's just really been encouraging to see how, yeah, like integrating skills with like Christ, how it's such yeah. a blessing. Yeah. I'm um,
0: grateful for the ways that you're using your God given gifts and talents to bless our church in this way. Now, I know that you've been on our staff just a short while, but what have been some joys and highlights and what have been some challenges and struggles of being on staff at Christ Central? Give a little bit of a a (laughs) behind-the-scenes peek to our listeners. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um, I think a big joy is really just learning. Well, one thing actually is the consistency of the beauty of having a staff that works together every year. I just Mm. think being it kind of like a observer, it's just so cool to see how um, consistency, there's something about that that I feel like is key for growth and um, with each other, with the ministry too. And um, I think that's been a, I guess a weird joy, but it's been a joy to see because I feel like one thing working with college ministry is like, there's always a new staff or there's always Mm -hmm. someone new. And (laughs) I feel like that was hard for me taking on the role at ICS staffing because I, I was coming in new and the guy before me was very consistent. So I mm-hmm. felt like, oh, like I wish, like I kind of like how our staff, like they get to know each other now, they know how to work and they're all so different, but yeah, they can come together and share a common goal, which is um, so beautiful to see. Mm.
0: <laughs>
2: Challenges have been, I think, Just a larger scale, the nature of our church is so much bigger than I'm used to. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think the implications of that, just there's so many different people, so many different groups that logistically, it's so hard to like, I think I just see it because it's such a big scale and I'm used to very small scale, like college ministry is much more smaller. So Uh I'm like, wow, like there's a lot of thoughts that come behind these decisions. It's not very just Well. Well, like one way, I feel like everyone's very intentional thinking about different people in our congregation Mm -hmm. and that makes decisions, I feel like, a lot harder to make Mm. sometimes. And I'm like, wow, that's new for me. And challenging in the sense to just watch like, oh, like there's always going to be someone you might end up disappointing. But Mm. like you have to, I think, realize like, yeah, like take the benefit of the doubt. Like there was a lot of thought that was made behind these decisions. Mm. That's right.
0: Um, so, Lauren, I, 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 we know that you work for the church now, so you're in ministry. Um, but what does um, your personal worship look like? How do you spend time with God on a personal level for your own spiritual growth and edification?
2: Um, I think... Oh, one thing I forgot to mention with our previous question that goes with this is okay. I think singing was a big part I missed with corporate worship. Oh, um, yeah. okay. And I mean, being in person has been so good to sing with others and hear mm-hmm. others sing. Mm-hmm. And, um, but with that, I think that is part of my personal worship that mm-hmm. I had to learn how to integrate because my car ride commute before for work used to be listening to praise music and then a sermon and Uh praying. But now with the pandemic, I think that's still, like I'm trying to learn how to do that by waking up to praise music has been Mm -hmm. so nice. And then afterwards, like just praying before reading, praying before reading the word and during Mm. reading the word. Um, That's been something I learned in, journey group actually uh-huh. and it's been so good because um i think that's Pastor, oh, yeah. Pastor so,
0: so pleased with himself right now <laughs> anytime anyone talks about journey group he just lights up Oh
2: man <laughs> it's such a blessing um but a big part of that was like i pray and i just tell god please remove anything that Ooh. i may think i already know like i want to come in with a fresh perspective, heart, and let, be led by the Holy Spirit, and sure. then while reading, like praying through the scriptures, sure. I think has been really good. Yeah.
0: And in your personal study of scripture, what, what has been uh, a lesson or two that you think God has been teaching you through your times in his word uh, recently, or maybe throughout this pandemic?
2: Oh man, I'm gonna go with recently because pandemic okay. there was too many. Um <laughs> <laughs> but Your most recent
0: lesson. Okay.
2: Um I was reading Psalm thirty-four and mm-hmm. I usually know like more in like more down the like passage, but the first verse really just hit home for me where it said, I will bless the Lord at all times mm-hmm. and his praise shall continually be in my mouth and mm-hmm. I think I realized after a hard, like, last month was really just crazy schedule-wise for me. And out of my Mm. mouth, I felt like was just complaining or Mm. it was, oh, like, I don't know. I felt like I was just getting by. And I was like, wow, after reading this, I want out of my mouth, like, I will bless the Lord at all times, even though it may be hard, like, I want to still praise him, and I feel like he was convicting me how I wasn't doing that and um, how I was just forgetting who he is in the midst of everything I was doing. So that was really, yeah, really good.
0: Isn't it so true, Lauren? It's so easy for us to want to praise God for our circumstances, but when we do that, then... It's very inconsistent
2: oh yes <laughs> yeah,
0: right but when we can praise god for his character and for a steadfast love for mm-hmm. things that never change, then we can continually mm-hmm. praise him because he there's always reasons to praise god when we look to god but when mm-hmm. we look to our circumstances sometimes not so much right
2: yes yes yeah. <laughs> yeah that happened to me like one instance was i like i said i'm maintaining our house and <sighs> um, you guys know but i had the Hot water did not work at one point, and then I was saying, "Oh, at least that like at least I have heat." And then like the next day, I lost heat upstairs in my oh. room, and so I was like, "I don't know." I think I kept trying to say like, "Oh, at least I have this," at least, and mm. it's true. But I think like the like falling week where I like I still didn't have any like heat or water, I was crying to God, and I was just no. saying. God, you know, like the enemy wants me to believe that you do not love me. Like in this moment, mm-hmm. like all these things are happening, but that's far from true. And that's right. instead of me, those are good blessings. Like at least, yeah, I don't have this or that, but yeah. it will always change, I said. Mm-hmm. So I was like, but yeah, like you caring, loving me, seeing, t- seeing and being with me till the end, that will that's never right. change. And that is why, like, because of Christ, I lack nothing and That's I can right. praise you always. And yeah, I literally had that same moment, like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know
1: what you're saying reminds me of Dr. Keller saying, I do not judge my circumstances, uh I do not judge Christ's love by my circumstances, but mm-hmm. I judge my circumstances by Christ's love. And I thought mm-hmm. that just kind of summarize everything you know that oh, we're, that's good right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> like to gotta add too.
2: that <laughs>
0: uh lauren we've uh oh my gosh it's already I been know. about 34-35 <laughs> minutes man time has flown by but before we let you go lauren is there one word of encouragement or thought or wi- a wise word that you would like to share with our listeners today
2: Oh man, wise. I don't know, but we're
0: um, <laughs> encouraging or helpful. And I'm sure there's a lot of wisdom there, Lauren.
2: <laughs> I think in this season I've been learning, I thought that the more I have responsibilities, the more I grow up, mm. the more independent I need to be. And I mm. feel like part of that is true, but part of that I think is very ingrained in our world, like society. But I realize with God, it's opposite where my depend as i have more my dependency on him is that much greater and that's okay because i was disappointed where i was like oh i should know better i should be doing more or Mm -hmm. i should be loving god like this and i beat myself up because i'm like oh i know and i'm not and like apostle paul says that like i do what i i do the thing i hate or just kind of like I think it's Romans 7. That's the mm-hmm. quote if I said it wrong. But yeah. <laughs> um, um, I think, yeah, encouragement would be um, if you feel like, kind of like Pastor Huey's sermon, where it's just like crying out to God, have mercy mm-hmm. on me. Um, that's exactly what I feel like has been God's teaching me, that I don't need to have it all together. In fact, right. like what brings me to him, what brings me to his word is when I feel like I don't have it all that's together. Right. That's and right. that's okay. and. Yeah, I think that's just one thing that I needed to hear, and I would hope someone else could be encouraged to hear.
0: That is a good word, Lauren. <laughs> you are full of wisdom and encouragement. Uh, before we let you go, uh, what's one way we can be praying for you? Share a prayer request or two with us.
2: Um, I think a big part is just discernment over future. Like, I don't think too much about it, but I realize I should... Start praying more because we didn't get to it, but my life is very half of my job is ministry and half Mm. is still um, like I'm taking a boot camp for UX UI design and trying to discern how do I want to serve and honor God? Because I see it very clearly in both how I could do that in ministry or how I could do that in the work field. Mm -hmm, Because. Like I mentioned with my non-believing friends, I really do believe interacting with people I would have never met is so important. Mm-hmm. So sure. that makes me very torn because I love both. And I can't mm-hmm. do both because I'm very stretched in my time and ability. So I would love prayer or just discernment. Like um, mm-hmm. I don't okay. know, maybe I have no timeline, but I would just like discern over um how I can use my time. And, yeah. yeah and the strength to get through the things I have to do right now. Yeah.
0: Oh, thank you for sharing that with us. And I'm going to ask Pastor Bobby to to pray over you at this time and to bless you. Pastor Bobby, would you pray for us? Yes. Pray for Lauren. Pray together for Lauren.
1: Lord, uh, we are so delighted in listening to Lauren's heart Mm -hmm. express how she's fully seen and fully loved by you and how that Lord God gives her the courage and the strength to love all those that you have brought her. Uh, We were so encouraged just How even through the hardships, she's always, always going to you, uh, the living water for her strength. And so I pray that as she is going through boot camp and learning new skills and trying to hold down ministry and just... Uh, serving you that you would grant her clarity and strength that during this time um that you would help her see clearly that you would speak to her um where you want her to go where you want her to be and how you want her to serve and that it would just um grant her flourishing delight uh, that she is walking with you and that she is never alone and that you are sovereign of every step that she takes. And so we are just so delighted that she is part of our staff walking with us and the gifts that you she is using to bless our church and also all those in your kingdom. And we pray all of this in your name. Amen.
0: Amen lauren thank you for joining us and hanging out with us today it's been a blast getting to know you better and by the way i love that you are on our team our Ah. team is better because you're on it once. Thank you.
2: Oh, thank you. I enjoy just being there. Even if I can't contribute much, I'm like, wow. Oh, it's
0: so nice to learn. You more than you know. <laughs> and for those of you who are listening or watching today, thank you for uh, tuning in. And uh, we'll see you next week in the Christ Central Clubhouse. Have a great week. And we'll see you later. Bye.
2: Bye.
0: <laughs> Great job, Lauren.